What up? It's your boy C. Jeezy. Kicking with my boy B. Spence. Ball and Beats Podcast. Louisville, Kentucky. Stand up. I'm trying to make it to the top, to the top. Cause I got presenting rock, And we grind daily trying to get it, trying to get it. Just trying to turn up for my city. Turn up, ayy. I know I'm tired of moving bail, moving bail. Cause I got partner lock in jail. Thank God. Still we grind daily until we get richer. Trying to turn up on my city, you know. Hey, jumped out the streets, hopped straight in the pool. Hey, say this pad, I'm spitting the truth. Packs coming in, and I swear I ain't lying. If I told you I'm tired, I'll flip it in and nine. But these rappers get on songs and be lying to people. Hollering about they got the and they be the cheap. Yeah, right. You don't talk in code, so I know you the people. I bet you probably never sold a lip bag or some food. Yeah, I just spit the truth. The streets know I ain't lying. What you trying to sell? Cause I know I ain't fine. You might need some help, and you know I'm supplying. I've been had all this rap long way before I was trying. I'm trying to make it to the top. Cause I got selling rocks. Yeah. And we grind daily trying to get it, trying to get it. Just trying to turn up for my city. Turn up, ayy. I know I'm tired of moving bail, moving bail. Ayy, cause I got partner lock in jail. Thank God. Ayy, still we grind daily until we get richer. Yeah, just trying to turn up for my city. You know. Ayy, ayy, Free J Hall, you know you my dog. Ayy, one time for Lil D, it's still f***ing loud. Yo, what up? What up, everybody? How you doing out there, world? want to go ahead and welcome everybody back once again to another dope episode of the Ball and Beats podcast. Once again, I am your host, B. Spence. What's cracking, lacking? How your mom and everybody? How your people's doing? How your cousin them doing? We good over here, you know what I mean? Uh, so, so, so today I got, you know what I'm saying, another dope guest here on the show uh, with me today. This is my guy. I've known him for, for years in the city, promoting some of the best parties out here. You know what I mean? He's half of the Black Beatles in the city, if you don't hey, know who Black that is. Beatles that in includes the city. me and my main man, C. Jeezy. What it do, family? What up, bro? What up, man? Hey, happy to be here, man. My homie, B. Spence. Hey, let me tell you, this guy right here is a good guy, man. It's my homie, man, for real, straight up. Appreciate that, family. And this is going to be a real dope episode. You know what it is. Make sure y'all stay tuned here and keep it locked in with us for this episode. Uh, so just starting off, what we want to do, go ahead, my man CGZ. If you can't just introduce yourself, talk a little bit about, you know what I'm saying, how you got into the promotional game some years ago, uh, you know what I'm saying, some of the dopest events that you've done or whatnot. Uh, and I'll get to some other questions after that. But, but go ahead and all let right, the people know right, about you. All right. What up, everybody, man? Louisville, Kentucky, we in the building. It's your boy, CGZ. Y'all might know me as Corey Goffner on Facebook. You feel me? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Grew up Louisville, Newburgh area, you know. Single mom. We uh, we did what we had to do, you feel me? And came up, went to high school. Started getting a little comedian um, buzz. And, you know, I was the funny guy with the deep voice, so. 
kind of caught on. My boys named me C. Jeezy back in the day. You know, Lil Wayne was Lil Weezy, B. Jeezy. So everybody called me C. G. So C. Jeezy, it stuck. Graduated high school, went to uh, Murray State for a year. Came back to U of L, hired at uh, B. Moore. What up, B. Moore? Uh, what it do, B. Moore? What it do? He basically hollered at me on campus. Was like, hey, bro, you trying to get some parties cracking? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I got my boy BCM. So we linked up, fam. I know a lot of people went to the parties, fan music, dreams. Shout out fan music. Man, yeah, we yeah, had yeah. some of the wildest, livest parties, bro. Hey, but we had fun, man. And, you know, we kept the violence to a minimum. Shout out Through the Roof. We started out with them, throwing parties there, dreams, uh, or lure, whatever they want to call it. Changed the name four or five times. But uh, <laughs> we held it down on campus, bro, and we got the buzz, you know, and unfortunately, you know, Things went south with fam music, so we had to move on. Be more moved on and did his thing, and I kind of laid back. End up linking up with uh, Boosie, Class, Taiwan. What up, First Class? Shout out to them, you know. And uh, they basically hired at me in uh, La Frontera in Indiana. <laughs> Some crazy <laughs> parties there too. So we start, we linked up, man, from there, and it just blew. We had Indiana cracking. We had everybody leaving Louisville. Even though I hate going to Indiana, man, they would come to Indiana, bro, and we party, bro, and we we had a good time there. Then we brought it to the Ville, you know, had a couple concerts, Fabo, uh, we brought Trey Songs, the headliners, you know, we made we made some moves, man. We had a lot of epic parties, man. Went around the city, and uh, I took a step down, you know, I had to be a father, you know, better myself, you know, what I'm saying, get myself together, and. Uh, Came back, you know, around February this year, you know, hired the Boosie and them. They like, we great started again. Cool. We uh, linked up with DJ Equip. Shout out DJ Equip. What up? He's yeah, already shout, been shout on out, here. Shout He's out been to, on uh, her. to episode him. three. Yeah, episode, episode three with three. DJ Equip. Make sure y'all check it out, man. Hey, support my homie for real. But, uh, yeah, we linked up with him and started to hide out, man. And it's crazy because. You know, the city's always rock with your boy, man. College parties, we held it down to UofL. Then, you know, people got out of college. Just people I've known for, you know, 20 years just based off the club. It's crazy, but that's yeah, what it is. I know but, a bunch of people like that, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's all love, you know what I'm saying? I, that's why I always shout out my city, man. You know, even though I'm a Duke fan, you know, Duke, we number one. But, uh, you know. My city, man, hey, my city support me, man. I support my city, man. Shout out to everybody in Louisville, Kentucky doing something, man. Keep your head up and never stop. Go for it all. I'm telling you, you can do it. Shout out to all the rappers. You know, I, I dab with the music a little bit. Nothing serious, but <laughs> I can spit, you know what I'm saying? Got some 16s, but shout out to, you know, I know her season when I heard uh, last episode. Shout out to him. Stook, I ain't known him from, since high school. You know, shout out to everybody doing what they doing, man. You know, I support it. And if you need me to promote it, hey, holla at me because I'm <laughs> one of the best promoters in the city. Holla at the Black Beatles in the city. Black Beatles I mean? in the city. Hey, hey, my boy B. Spence, he's on the podcast nice, but he can promote too. <laughs> you bring him out. That's what we do. We bring him out, man. I'm all about having fun, man. and That's what I've done all my life. Anybody, you can ask anybody to know me, man. I like to have fun. I'm I'm the life of the party, bro. That's what I'm here for, man. I want everybody to have fun. Stop the violence. Stop the shooting, the killing, man. I got a daughter that I'm crazy about, and that's all I got, man. So, you know, 
I don't want nothing to happen to her. I don't want nobody having to nobody's kids. You know what I'm saying? So, man, let's stay safe, Louisville, man. Put the guns up, man. Let's get the fist back. We used to fight. <laughs> we fight three, four times. It was over with, man. Come on, let's get that back. Put them guns down, man. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm all about, bro. Having fun, man. Loving life, man. And that's what I'm going to do, man. I, I appreciate you for bringing me on here, man. This is, this is a real, real treat for real. Tell we're going to go into something. We're going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. So let let let, let me ask you this, because you know, of course, how, how how many years has it been? Has it been fifteen years you promoting parties and stuff since then, bro? Let's see, fifteen shout years. Out, go back. Shout out to uh, through the roof, Phil, Rich. They the first nigga believed in me. Uh, first people that believed in me for real. You know, they had me promoting Yuri's, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, ah, Yuri's. Yeah. Whew. We used to have it cracking too. You I know? used to get put out Yuri's all the time. And they just let me do my that thing. Was a man. Diff- that was a different life. I used to get put right. out of Yuri's all the time. You <laughs> right, know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, man, they, <laughs> they let me do my thing, man. You know, pretty much. They, I mean, it wasn't even nothing major. We didn't have nothing signed, sealed, delivered, or nothing. But they let me in free. You know what I'm saying? I promote their stuff, man. And from there, I went to U of L's campus, man. That was. I graduated high school in 2003, so, man, since 2004, bro, been doing this, man. So, that's 13 years, bro. That's, that's a so long I say time. I do this, man. So, what you, let, 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 let me ask you this. What you've been doing it for 13 years, and it's probably a lot of time to think back on and, and try to remember on, uh, but if you could – uh, tell me, what was just the the livest party that you had ever promoted? It was just the most lit, the most sold out, just the most yeah. popping, extreme, whatever, whatever that you ever did, man. Let me know what that was. Hey, man, I can't even, I can't even put it in one, bro. I'm gonna have to give you like three. All right, well, give me three. three. Give me three. I take three. Number one, uh, fan party at um, across the bridge. Help me out. Across the bridge? Yeah, right across the bridge. Uh, only spot I Kaz. know Kaz. Oh, oh, Kaz parties used to be lit. B-Sims album release party. Oh, my God. Hey, we shut it down, bro. Red carpet <laughs> event, bro. I'm telling you, Sim City. When Sim City dropped, hey, that's one. Sim City was hard, too. Yeah, Sim City was hard. Shout out to B-Sims, man. Hey, you know what? Dog. Look, look, look. The, the, the one that I, that I really like. I ain't, I ain't what none of uh, Sam's mixtapes week, but nah. the one that I thought that was just it was that uh it was one that came out around one derby or that was it raising the bar is that what it was called raising the bar yeah boy with DCZ. E hosted that one didn't he uh, no nah, it was DCZ. DCZ hosted yeah, that one raising the okay. bar with, I know uh, that joint do was, the rope dope on her yeah yeah that was no, DC. hold on hold on no nah, I don't think that was rope dope. No, I think uh, Efezi did this one. This one, nah, uh, you talking about Efezi? The one yeah. I'm talking about is called the one. Yeah, That's, that was DC. I'm talking about the one with Efezi yeah, raising the, the bar. Raising that the was bar. it was hard. hard. It was hard. Hard. Yeah, my man be saying, "Hey, and fan parties, hey, ask about them." Reach hey. in my back pocket. Homie, that's my strap pocket. That was hard. Hey. <laughs> ask anybody about them fan parties, bro. We even had <sighs> we even had live fam. And that was to the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Mandy, Sierra. They they was the uh they was the pioneers of that, man. Live fam. We had everybody taking I, Atlanta hats and go I get remember. them stitched. F A M, bro. I, hey, remember that, a I, th- I think I went to like like one of them that might have been in like Louisville Gardens back in the day. Yeah. I think I went to. Ah, oh, shout out to the um boys because they used to. Hey, <laughs> they used to. Hey, that was epic. 
That was epic. They taught me how to party for real. Shout, Shout out, out to the unboys. Jerron, Twani, A. I'm telling Biz, what's up? I'm telling y'all, hey, Jamar, that's my dog too. Birthdays day apart. Shout out to him too. Hey, they taught me how to party. And I took that and took it to the fam, bro. Like I said, we had the females. We had the I'm talking about we had clothes being made, bro. We had shirts, hats. I'm telling you, it was a movement, bro. It was a movement, dog. It was it was a big move. But I'm trying to think. Ah, oh, the second party. Yeah. Bro, had to be the uh the one we just had at the hideout. The, which, uh, which one? Which night? The, the, uh, the jump off. Uh, Shout out yeah, to the Big Homie. One. Shout uh, out yeah, to uh, Empty Beach, Bella Ray. Hey. Big one. That, that, that that's was the, the, epic, the, the launch party. When the Big launch was party. Hosting. Oh, oh that God. was epic. Bro, I'm talking about out the, out the gate. Out the gate. That's got to yeah, be one. That was crazy. That that's was definitely super crazy, bro. And then the third one was my birthday, bro. Hey. In La Frontera <laughs> in Indiana. Bruh, it was so fat inside, and there were so many people in line that when we pulled up, you know what I'm saying, I was supposed to make money that night. And I told Boosie, man, take all my money and let all these people in, bruh. And we all mobbed in together, bruh, to that Jeezy like to drink. Jeezy <laughs> like to smoke. Hey. <laughs> bruh, it was epic. It was epic. La Frontera, Indiana. That's my three, man. I couldn't even say one. I couldn't man, even say hey. one. I and I'm probably you, missing some too, bro. I'm I'm just going off what I can. That's know what now. I'm saying. I'm sure you can't because it's a lot of time going and hosting bro, parties and, and, and lean, all of that. So. I used to be the lean with it, rock with it, king, bro. Shout out to uh, Phil. <laughs> Phil used to bet on me, bro. Phil uh, from through the roof, bro. Hey, so you were so you, so you were lean with it, rock with it, king. No, not no more. No, no, I'm, no I'm more. Saying, that was, that was when saying, I was once, CG. once you have the hey. title, you never lose it. Title, hey, bro. Once you got the title, it, you don't lose at it. dreams. At Dreams, they to play the song, bro. I'm on the stage killing it. And a dude to get up, bro, and how about – I think he said he wanted to bet like $200, bro. And and Phil was like, man, I got the $200. Come bet me right now. And he betting, bro, and I set it off, bro. <laughs> tell you. Ask about me that lean with Look, the rock Let me tell it. you. Let me, you you got the lean with the rock with the championship. <laughs> let me tell you what the championship I got. What's that? I got that K. Wayne with the championship. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, hey, 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 ask DJ Slick. He know DJ how Slick. he know Shout how Shout out to DJ Slick, man. How we got down to WKU Shout back in the day. Allegiance, you know what I mean? Man. I, man, look, look. Let me tell you something. It ain't even a big enough shout out that I can do to the Allegiance right. at all. You know what I'm saying? You know, like it's it's so many different members and and, and, and I'm sure I'm gonna leave some people people out, but you know what I'm saying? Don't get mad at me anyway. But the Allegiance is so much love that, that everybody in the Allegiance that has been showing me since I didn't came out with the podcast yeah. from, from, from DJ Slick to yeah. DJ Quip to DJ Empty Beats uh, to AP, you know what I'm saying? Everybody in the Allegiance always shows me love. So much shout out to them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, big shout out to Empty Beats, man. That's my homie from way back, man. Before before he was DJing, you feel me? And if you don't know, every Thursday night at Club Nirvana, you got DJ Empty Beats, DJ Slick, and DJ Equip with the Thursday night house parties every Thursday. New theme every week. I might it's crazy. It it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so let me see. Let 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 let, let me ask you this um, real quick before we before we finish up this first segment. All right. Um, what what. What what would you say is the is is it's probably not just one, so if you have one key or if you have maybe two or three specific keys 
to being able to successfully promote, uh, uh, we'll call it a party series. What are some of the keys to being able to successfully promote a good party? Ah, uh, man. Well, first key is be yourself, man. Do not try to be anybody else. Be yourself because you portray yourself as a person, and if you portray yourself as the person that you're not, eventually they're going to see who you are for real. So be yourself. I've always been myself. Anybody tell you, man, I show love to everybody. Everybody show love back. I ain't never had beef with anybody, man. And the reason why is because I'm cool, bro. I don't I do not do the most. I don't do too much. I like to have fun. I like to make people laugh, man. So be yourself. Trust me. That's number one. Number two is don't give up because it's a, it's a process. Everything is a process. Whenever you go try to get a house, it's a process. Whenever you try to learn something new, it's a process. It's just like that. Your first week, man, hey, I remember parties, bro. It was me, the other promoters, the DJ, and like four chicks, bro. And we had a ball. Then the next week, it will be 20 people. Then the next week, it will be 30 people. And then out of nowhere, if you do it right, and what I mean doing right is being yourself, hey, the numbers jump. I'm talking about I done seen, I done seen parties from 20 to 30 go to 500, 600 people. I done been in parties. I've been connected to parties that done had three, 4,000 people in them. And it's they come because of you. You know what I'm saying? They come off the base of you. Like, if I was a jerk or if I was somebody nobody liked, bro, that wouldn't nobody come support. I get support all over the city. And that's because, like I said, be yourself. Never give up. And the third and final, I would have to say, get the right people around you. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Because it's like a relationship almost, bro. It's like both of y'all bring something to the table. One of y'all are better. You know what I'm saying? One of y'all is better at something than the other is. But y'all make each other stronger because somebody has flaws. You pick them up. And then they pick up yours. And it's like teamwork. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's something that you got to deal with outside of just throwing a party. Like you got to deal with them on a regular basis. And if it's not the right person, or if it's not the right people, it's not going to work. So you got to have something to flow. Like me and B-more, B-more is way different than I am. You know what I'm saying? He he got a different, you know what I'm saying, lifestyle. He got a different uh, choice and a different opinion than I do. You know, I'm outlandish. I do different. I do things different. And uh, so, you know, me and him connected, and it and it worked because opposites attract. You know what I'm saying? It's like it. It worked. It flew together. That's why me and him was able to, you know, make successful parties. A, a lot of other people, you know what I'm saying? Not just saying him, but, you know, that's the key is get around people that, that you can jig with and that you can, you know what I'm saying, like truthfully and honestly be cool with outside of doing the parties. Because after the party's over, you got to have the next one. And for the next one to happen, y'all got to be on the same page. So that's what I would say the three are. That is what's up. So, so, so to all the promoters out there, all the aspiring promoters, you know what I'm saying, take heed to some of that advice because I've seen successful party series and I've seen unsuccessful party series. Hey. I've been a part of a, a, a very successful party series, you know what I'm saying, this year, you know, at the hideout, <clears throat> you know. So, you know, make, make, make sure that, you know, do your research and make sure that you're going to be successful. I want to see everybody be successful. 
And shout out to Flanagan's, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out. The hideout's nice, I'm telling you, and it's going to get better. Trust me. All right, so what we're going to do, uh, we're going to go ahead, uh, take us a quick little break, and we'll be right back with more of the Ball and Beats podcast. Alright everybody, thanks for holding on with us for a second for that quick little break there. Uh once again, I'm your host B Spence. I'm back on the Ball and Beach Podcast. Once again, we got a guest here, my guy, my man C Jeezy's on on her with us. What up? Uh we about to get into a uh, you know, a few of these sports topics y'all might want to hear about, talk about a little bit. Uh so the first thing that I want to talk about, uh we get into a little bit of baseball. Uh now, of course the World Series is over. You know, my my boys, my guys out there in Hollywood, you know, the Los Angeles Dodgers, you know, uh, they did man. make it to the World Series but did lose to the to the Houston Astros. Uh, you know what I mean? So I will give just a small, tiny shout-out to the Houston Astros. I was highly upset. <laughs> uh, 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 my man, Jesus, how how how'd you feel about this World Series this year? Well, I'm going to be honest. I – Really didn't like it coming from a Boston Red Sox fan. You know how we set the pace all season and then just crumbled in the playoffs. But it's because the Astros, they are dope, man. I can't even hate. They. I'm not going to go as far as to say they dope. Two I, through I, eight. I refuse. Two through eight can bat. It don't matter who you put up against them. They can bat. And they killed our pitching staff. And our pitching staff was nice. Yeah, they were. They made Saleh look like he was nothing, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, they blew us out. So, I, I was kind of salty about it. But then they beat the Yankees. So, I felt <laughs> good because, you know, that's my rival. But then, I ain't going to lie, man, I was kind of between the two for the World Series because I won the Dodgers to win because, you know, I, I support Magic. Plus, my homie like him, you know, but B. Spence like him, but. Then I'm like, Houston ain't never won, man. So let them win one. You know what I'm saying? And then, nah, bro. Nah, 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 bro. nah. It's more than that. Some movement, <laughs> man. You know, they had the hurricane. You know, they down there struggling. They had a lot of stuff going on. Plus, the Rockets ain't done nothing for them in a long and time. They're not going to. And the Astros definitely ain't done nothing for them in a long time. They ain't won nah, one. So nah. I'm like, I kind of want Houston to win. So. They gave us one of the best World Series I've ever seen, though. It, it was oh, it was definitely a great World exciting, Series. So. You know what I'm saying? Went went to get went went to Game Seven. And you I know what, what what more can you ask for? I thought for? the Dodgers had it 
when they said game seven, I'm like, the Dodgers have it, but. But they stunk it up. And I, I don't know up. if it was the second or third inning. They gave up every run no, that won the game. No, I'm going to tell you what it was. It was the, the pitcher in that one inning. The one pitcher in that one inning, bro. What's his name? Uh, Kata. He blew it both games. We got such a, one of the dopest pitchers in Kershaw, which normally what happens with Kershaw is he's the best pitcher in the history of baseball during yeah. a regular season every year, and he crumbles in the playoffs. This right. year was the first year he didn't he crumble in the out. playoffs, and then another pitcher crumbled in game seven. In game seven, which he should have started. But When I tell you hot, I was hot. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Let, let, let's move past that. Yeah, before I get hot we'll again, get past man. that. He's get, they getting on my nerves. <laughs> All right. So what we there's there's a well. Let me go ahead and go into this one now. Uh, a, 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 a lot of listeners probably know we don't really do any NFL topics because I've not been watching the NFL this year. But I, I do want to speak on this one uh, regarding the uh, Colin Kaepernick situation. So if anybody that doesn't know, Colin Kaepernick did file a grievance against the NFL against collusion to keep him. Uh, blackballed from the NFL. Right. With this now, there are NFL uh, owners uh, that are being requested to give over phone, rec- phone records and emails uh, to get information uh, uh, on the on the collusion. Uh, so what I want to ask you, uh, one, do you think that they're going to find anything significant uh, that, that speaks towards Colin Kaepernick's claim? And if they do, what do you see happening if they find anything regarding that? Well... Honestly, regardless if they did anything, I don't think they was gonna let the man play anyway, which is sad, and it and it makes me upset, and it makes me not want to watch football, for real, honestly. But I do a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I understand why people don't. I do just because. I mean, it's football. It's Sunday. I, you know, I'm used to watching it, so I watch. Plus, my team was doing good at first, and they stinking it up. <laughs> I ain't going to say who they are. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't think they're going to find anything, man. There's nothing they can find. I mean, what I mean, what is there to find? Well, they're looking to see if they got together and the owners were talking to other owners like, yo, don't sign them and this and that, blah, blah, blah. I mean, even if they did, we know. It's not exactly. a secret. It's not a exactly. secret. Exactly. They're we not. Know. They do everything in front of our face. Like, America has turned into, like, we we do it in front of your face. Trump does everything in front of our face, and so it's not it's not going to be anything we don't know. So if they do find something, it's, I say it's nothing because I already know. I know they got on the phone and was like, don't do not do it. You know, the people that are friends, everybody's got friends. You know, just like I get on the phone and there's a girl that I'm like, don't do it. And I'm just like, hey, bro, I'm get on the phone and like, hey, bro, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? I've done that because I'm looking out. You know what I'm saying? But – it's a different opinion and different topic, of course, but that's how they do it. So, of course, they're on the phones there. Don't hide, don't get him. Don't get that black man. Don't get that. You know how they do. They're doing that. So, if they do find it, I think it'll strengthen his argument. I think it'll help him out because at the end of the day, it's it can turn into something real bad where you lose all your all your viewers, all your followers. People are going to stop playing. Eventually, it's going to be where they're going to strike and they're not even going to play. And if you take all the black people off football, they they ain't gonna be able to play, yeah, bro. You really ain't gonna have no league. I and mean, then, they might be able to get some other players. And for then it's gonna move but it's to, gonna be a watered down league. And how many people is gonna want to watch that? Exactly. And then it's gonna get even worse to where if you do it like that and y'all don't let him ever play, it's gonna trend <laughs> to baseball, basketball. Even yeah. though it won't hurt baseball much, but basketball, 
to where you get real players, the superstars that we watch every day, not not just any NBA player. I'm talking about the LeBrons, the Giannis, the Carmelo, the Westbrooks, the Durants, the Steph Currys. Man, have them all say we're not going to play. NBA is not going to be nothing either. But see the difference. See, see, here's here's what the difference is between the NFL players and the NBA players, and there's a difference for a reason. So the NBA players, they basically have a lot more leeway. They have the NBA players have a lot more power than NFL players do. Yep. Uh, and that's and, and, and so you'll see a lot more types of protesting deals from the NBA players without a lot of repercussion. Right. And the, and the reason that is because I I feel like is that the NBA contracts are guaranteed money. Yep. Them players, they get them contracts, they getting paid regardless. Yep. NFL, NFL players. They're not going to get paid. They are not guaranteed. Only guaranteed money is they basically they sign a bonus. Yep. Probably one-third of their contract money is guaranteed. Yep. So these players, you know, they have a, they, they stand a lot more to lose. They got a lot basically more to slaves. lose. You're playing for so, so you'll probably see NFL players not really be as outspoken, which I think is a shame. Uh, I think some things that you know you you probably got to sacrifice, you just got to sacrifice for, you know. But but you know I the I don't want to I don't I don't want to say I understand why the players won't speak out more, or or, or do anything more to 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 to, to prove their point. Uh, but I, I I I understand where they're coming from, even though I don't agree with it. And and that's easy, that's easy for me to say. You know right. I don't stand and lose millions of dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying. But. You know, that doesn't take away the way I feel about it. So. Yeah, it's a touchy subject, too, you know. So I'm going to put it like this. It's how I feel about it. The man took a knee for something he believed in. Everybody else, the owners included, players, coaches, water boys, fans, have taken a knee, too. They did the same thing this man did, and y'all let it slide. So why is it a problem? Let the man play. Because he's the poster child, and they're trying to make an example out of him. And that's cool. Y'all made an example out of Mike Vick, but he came Mike back. Mike Vick did wrong, though. He Colin did, Kaepernick ain't did nothing wrong. He did wrong, but he didn't do – the time he got wasn't deserved of what he did because there's a lot of people doing it that don't get that. Yeah, you know, I, I, I would definitely – They made him the same poster that they're trying to make Colin Kaepernick. I would I would definitely agree with that saying that Michael Vick's sentence probably didn't fit his crime, but he definitely committed a crime. Well, that's true. Colin that's true. Kaepernick has committed no crime whatsoever. No, he hasn't. That's true, and that so yeah, I agree with you there. That and is like, true. but but it's you know the NFL, they didn't try to make an example out of Vick though. Like he was convicted, they yeah. gave him his little suspension when he got out and served his time. He was welcomed right back in. Yeah, that's true. Right back in. That's Even true. though there was a lot of protest against yeah, Mike Vick going back to the NFL. But they did let him But back the owners in. Very true. let him right back in. It's very true. They not even rocking with Cap. Yeah. So we know what it is. We know what it is. Yeah, we know what it is. You know, I uh <laughs> it's funny, I I posted a Facebook status, you know what I'm saying? Because I saw it as a quote from somebody else and I really felt it. And and, and what it said was is that Racism is so American that when we protest racism, the average American thinks we're protesting America. Exactly. And that's real. <laughs> that's real. Like, I'm going to tell you how real it is. If Tom Brady took a knee, it'd be a trend. It'd be all good. It'd be a trend. But Brady would never do it. No, nah, never. Never. 
we could come back to that topic at another time. There, right. there will be more updates. I'm sure there will be more. Uh, but let me uh, let me go ahead and let's let's uh, let's get into this here. Uh, let's talk about how the NBA season has been so far. The I NBA has been it. great, right? I love so, it. So let's talk about what there's, – there's so many storylines that we can talk in the NBA, and we probably won't be able to get to them all, but I do want to pick out a few. Uh, so, one, I want to talk about Kyrie Irving and, and how he has the, the Boston Celtics playing right now. They're playing, they're playing some good basketball right they now, are right? They're playing great basketball. And a, a lot for – for some reason, for a lot of people – it wasn't expected. Like a lot of people are shocked how well they're playing, uh, just simply because you know uh, uh, what's his name, Gordon Hayward, is, is that his got name? An injury, yeah. So so he got injured. He was a big free agency acquisition that they picked up. So a lot of people felt like they weren't, they won't be as good. But I mean, they didn't have them last year, and they was the number one seed in the East. Exactly. So I don't understand why it's so surprising by people. Maybe. Maybe because people felt like Kyrie Irving couldn't really lead a team to be great because he really didn't do that before LeBron. Well. But Kyrie is a great player, so I don't I don't well I don't know, man. Well, I'm I expected like, I expected Boston to be a really good team as oh yeah. they were last year. Oh yeah. Even when he got hurt, I mean, first of all Because he wasn't a subtraction, he was an addition. First right. First of all, so why would they be worse than last year? You got to take out year? the fact that Boston with Kyrie though is a good team. Yeah, they were a good team without Kyrie. Right. So they but should be better with Kyrie. With the improvements, the team they got right now, the reason why they're succeeding is because they play like a team. And they have extremely great coaching. And they have coaching. great talent too. They got great talent and great coaching. It's very <laughs> underrated. Jalen Brown is very nice. He's just molding into something really nice. Tatum, we knew he was going to ball, and he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. But Kyrie Irving is a superstar, bro. And people yeah, are failing to is. realize he is a superstar. He is 6'2". He can score. He can move. He can play defense when he wants to. Not saying that he always does. Not saying he always does, but he played, he played great defense when they won that chip. He played decent defense. He was getting steals. He was getting. You know, I don't know if I say great, but it, it but, wasn't bad defense. But it wasn't. He bad. He made all the key shots that won that series. Oh, he did. He did make a ton of key shots. So from that, they should already knew. But now, he's doing what he wants to do. He wanted to leave Cleveland because he wanted to be the man. He wanted to be the leader of the team. He wanted to be LeBron, and you can't have two LeBrons on one team. Nah, you can't. So, he's doing what he wanted to do, and that's what he wanted to do, and that's what he's good at, doing what he wants to do. And then he has a core of players who are young, athletic, and can run and understand the game and understand that team ball wins because there's only four or five teams that understand team ball wins, and that's the Warriors, which is why they're good every year, the Spurs, which is why they're good every year, the Cavaliers is why they're good every year. And then you got Boston. Well, I don't know. The Cavaliers are stacked every year. But they but That's they, a big reason. They have a lot of assists. That's true. Ton of assists. That's true. Because they, they gotta distribute the ball. They have stacked players, but they get everybody involved. You got teams now who have stacked players and 
they're all not getting the numbers that they used to get. That that's a good point because that's going to segue me into talking about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma City Thunder are an example of what I'm talking about. I thought that they were going to be so dope right out the gate. I mean, you got the reigning MVP in Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You got Carmelo Anthony, yeah. future Hall of Famer. Yeah. And you got Paul George, a dope Paul George. Yeah. I would, and I would, I did. That's the biggest shock to me to see how much they are struggling this season. It's still early, but I'm still shocked to see how much they're struggling. The reason why they're struggling, for one, is because even though they got all those players you just named, they got rid of about four or five players that were key components to that team. See, the Thunder's always been irrelevant, not just because of Durant and Westbrook, but what they had coming off the bench to support that. Enos Cannon was very nice. Um, Sam Adams is nice. At one point in time, they had uh, Lamb and they had yeah. other key players. But now they got rid of Canner. They got rid of – so now you're dependent on players who really, really aren't in the position they're supposed to be in. You're taking bench players and trying to make them starters, which is hard <laughs> to do. But not only that, the Thunder are a team made of – it's it's a team made of people who try to all do the same thing. It's hard to do because Westbrook – we know I'm not taking nothing away from him. He's the best point guard in the league, I think. But I agree. I agree. As with that far point. as him, he's a player that has to get his, and then at the in the point of getting his, he makes sure everybody's get theirs. It's kind of hard to get his and make sure Melo get his because Melo yeah. wants to shoot. Melo's a, a volume shooter guy. And Paul George wants the ball a lot. He wants to drive. He wants to shoot. So it's kind of conflicting. And it's hurting them. As far as chemistry, I don't think it was a problem with them getting in the locker room and saying, hey, we all heard to do one thing and we're going to do it. So, as far as the chemistry, I don't think there's nothing wrong with the chemistry. I just think they lack – they like a – I'm not going to say a five because Sam Adams is pretty decent, but they like a two guard for sure. And then they like a bench that comes in because – Melo, even though Melo is a future Hall of Famer, he's going to be a future Hall of Famer in the next two years because he's about to be done. Unfortunately, he's older. He's played a lot of basketball. And just like LeBron, you see LeBron's game is going to start changing because he's going to have to be back to the, you know what I'm saying, basket. Everybody did it. Jordan, Kobe, they all did it. At one point, you go so hard for so many years in a row that your body catches up to you. So – even though you only 33, which is not old technically, but in NBA it's technically old. You know what I'm saying? It's like once you hit 30, you're a veteran. Like people are saying in two, three years you're going to retire, and it usually happens. So that's the problem with the Thunder is Melo. Somebody has to back up Melo. And when you back up Melo with people who people in college could beat, you know, it's kind yeah. of a problem. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can – Work something out, you know. But I think uh, I think if they get hopefully in the playoffs, they should be able to jail, yeah. you know, if they and, get, in the and get playoffs, better. They're gonna be a problem for every team they play. I think they should be a problem. Now. They're gonna be a problem. But that's just me because I'm just a huge. Well, I'm just a huge Westbrook friend, and I'm gonna tell you when I when I became a, a huge Westbrook fan, 
And it was actually when they lost in the finals to Miami. That's when I became a Westbrook fan. Because to me, Westbrook looked like he was the only player on the Thunder that was really trying to go at them and playing with that aggressiveness. Like, you know, what 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 I saw out of Westbrook and that finals against Miami is what I finally saw out of KD this past finals. Well, see, the thing is, the difference between Westbrook and Durant, Westbrook had that heart. That's the UCLA, what I'm saying. Westbrook had that heart. Durant. I feel like he. Hand, I feel like he just got it this year. On the other hand, I'm not even gonna say he got it. I'm gonna say he was given it because Durant doesn't want to be the leader of a team. He wants. He's he's cool with being the the Scottie Pippen. The okay, I'm not the leader, but I'm relevant. Y'all know who I am. He's cool with that. As you can see at the Thunder, because Westbrook is the one that had, like you said, he's the one that had that heart. I didn't see heart from Durant. I didn't see a champion in Durant. I seen a champion in Durant when he got on Golden State. You right. Know? And, and, I, and I think maybe, maybe it has to do with maybe he needed to become the bad guy to get that. Because in, in Golden State, Kevin Durant is the bad guy to everybody. Really. That's true. Just like how LeBron James turned into the bad guy when he first got to Miami. Now, that didn't yeah. work out well for LeBron James. LeBron James can't be successful being the bad guy. No, he he's not. That's that's yeah. He's got to be the good guy, right? But KD, I feel like he needed to be the bad guy. He's like to when get Hulk Hogan went to NWO, right? And it so was like, wow. I, I, I think that probably helped him a little bit. Yeah, he, he, st- he still does some some you know, some dorky given, stuff. That's you know why I say he's given the heart. You know, what I'm saying it was kind of like when he got to Golden State. It's like relief. I'm where I want to be. Steph Curry can be the leader. I'm just here to win chips. And that's what I'm here to do. And that's what makes him happy. As you can see, he's had, like, the heart, the yeah, happiness, yeah. everything. He's smiling. He's having a good time. He's where he wants to be, you know. So, good riddance. But what I like about the NBA, though, this year is so exciting is because these teams are no longer afraid. These teams go out. Oh, the man. Atlanta Hawks man. have two wins. And guess who the two wins are against? Who? The best play, the best teams in the NBA, Cleveland and Milwaukee. Oof. Orlando is playing oh, excellent yeah. oh, ball. Oh, oh yeah, shout out to Orlando, man. Orlando's playing real tough, man. Orlando's playing excellent right ball. Now. Detroit's playing good. Detroit's ball. Detroit's playing tough ball too. That that that's a the fact. Pelicans are playing good ball. You know what? I, I'm not surprised by the Pelicans just for the simple fact. Yeah, they powerful. Come on, bro. You got Anthony Davis and Big Big Cuz. The Lakers is doing all right. They're doing all right. They're doing – I mean, I'm not saying they, they – they're not expected to go to playoffs or nothing, but I'm saying they But actually, the Pelicans, I, I do like what I'm seeing out of the Pelicans. They got Just, more wins than you, almost last year You know what already. I'm saying? So, you know, the Pelicans, you got you got Anthony Davis, you got DeMarcus Cousins, you got John Rondo out there now too. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The Pacers are balling. Are they? I haven't yeah, seen much from the Pacers. the Pacers are balling. You know what I'm saying? These, these teams are – you know, they trying to go – the Knicks are balling. Come on, man. The Knicks are balling. They did give up at uh they gave up that game to the Cavs. They did give up that game. You know, we gonna finish this segment, but I do gotta talk about this real quick. Okay. Because I loved it and it was funny is is I don't know what to me. So after Cleveland came back and beat the Knicks, LeBron James took a picture on the middle of the and Knicks said he court. Was the king of New York. Said he was the king of New York. I said, I like that. I you know like what's that. crazy though. You know what's crazy? I liked it, but 
Even if you don't like LeBron, you got to love that New York savage mode. Hated it. They should. They should. Oh, my God. He's but, what, but what can you say? Who's the basketball king of New York? Well, I mean. It ain't, wanna... ain't nobody on the Knicks. Nah, that, well, the only thing close to it is Porzingis. Right, and he ain't that. No, nah, it ain't nobody and, on. It ain't nobody Le, on. Brooklyn. And every time LeBron goes in the garden, he shows out. I can't front. That's what I'm saying. That was po- I, I like the move. And before you it know was what, powerful. Before, I can say before, before LeBron, Kobe showed out in Madison Square too. Yeah, he did. He did. So you can say he was the king of New York and for Jordan a minute. Jordan did too. And Jordan. Yeah. So you're Jordan. Right. So you're the right. kings of New York, since you know Patrick Ewing and all of them. Yeah. Has been Jordan, Jordan Kobe, Kobe, and LeBron. LeBron. Them are the kings of New York, bro. And if, that's you, true. if you if you disagree, you you can inbox me, comment. You can send an email to the podcast email. We can, and, and I can read your uh, debates on on the next episode. But those are facts. And you want to know what's crazy? The craziest thing about it all is every time that man go in the garden, he shows out, bro. It's the biggest stage, bro. He shows out. So yeah, I just think that was dope. That was savage smoke. So let me go. Let me, uh, what, what, one more thing it? though, before All we right. stop. All right. Hey, it's so dope, man. The reason why I like LeBron, bro, is I mean, it's a lot of reasons why people don't like him, but I like him because the man's humble. And not only most, being most humble, of the time. not only most being humble, time. not only being humble, but I was looking on his IG, bro. And he, uh, it's got reference to balling beats. You know what I'm saying? I bring the balling beats to the balling beats podcast. Be shits. We in the building. Hey, balling beats. Dolph posted on his IG. Look on there, everybody. Go on IG. Dolph posted. LeBron in his whip, bopping to the song, uh, the song that Dolph made, and said on the song, "I better." He said, "I lost a million dollars on LeBron." LeBron put on his IG, I got you back. And was popping <laughs> to the song. Hey, and I, man, that made me respect LeBron so much. That's real, bro. That's real, dog. He said, my bad, bro. And then he said, man, I put, I lost a million dollars on LeBron. LeBron's like, my bad. I'm going to get you back. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's crazy, bro. Ball and beats, man. So, yeah, what what we're going to do, let's go ahead. We're going to take another short little break here, and we'll be right back with more of the Ball and Beats podcast.
Yo, yo. Thanks for sticking with us again for this little break, last little break. We're right back here with more of the Bottom Beach Podcast. Once again, I am your host, B. Spence, sitting here uh, live in the... This is actually, you know, I actually just closed on this home. So we record live in the brand new, all new Spencer State. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Congrats on that, bro. I appreciate you, brother, man. Hey, it's nice. I know y'all won't ever see it, (laughs) but it's nice. I'm telling you. First time home on, I'm brand new. You can't tell me nothing. Don't try to tell me nothing. I... Cause right. I'm a, cause I'm gonna come back at you like I don't even know you. Brand new baby, right? All right, my bad. I, I had to get that out real quick. Yeah, but uh, so we, we're gonna get into a, a few of these music topics, and, and, and the first thing that I do want to get into, you know, you can't get away from it. We're gonna talk about this Tyree saga a little wow. bit, just for a little bit. You, you know, just if, if y'all don't, baby mind. boy. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Jody. I be lying to you because I care about your feelings. <laughs> Come on, Jody, man. So, so of course, we know he's had the videos, the, you know, the crying on the Instagram type of videos. He's going through the custody battle with his ex-wife, with his daughter. Uh, he d- did the little stuff going back and forth with The Rock. But, okay, so just recently, you know, Tyrese came. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Tyrese came out and stated that his good friends – uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith were going to give him $5 million, $5 million to help out with his legal uh, custody <laughs> issues and for him to stay off of social media because uh, he, he made the post thanking him for it. And, you know, uh, a couple of days later, it wasn't specifically from Will and Jada, but one of their reps actually came out and said, <laughs> you know, uh-uh, we, they wasn't sending them $5 mil. So... You know, without anything specific, just uh, let me know how how you feeling on that, bro. Me, how you feeling? Let me on say that? this, man. First of all, it, I have a heart, man, so I'm not gonna totally dog this man <laughs> out. But I got a heart. I understand, man. You going through things, man. Everybody do. And then anything with your kid, bro, man. I feel that because I, man, I'm blessed that I have a a good mother. You know what I'm saying? On the other side. So, we don't have to go through that. So, I can imagine, though, not being able to, you know what I'm saying, see my kid. Oh, it's a problem with, you know what I'm saying, custody and all that, man. That would suck. So, I feel him on that. I feel the emotion. But, bruh, come on, man. ESPN, <laughs> bruh. Bruh, you was Jody, bruh. You was a baby, boy. You had the bike. Man, you was in waist deep. You got to kiss Megan Good, bruh. That's my dream. You got to do it, bro. You was up close and personal with Megan Good. You was making money. All your albums, man. I ain't going to hate on you, bro. Sweet lady. Hey, that was my song, bro. But my thing is, where is your money, bro? Have you been tricking it? Like, gambling? What's Where's your money, bro? You made all this money. Baby Boy comes on BT every, like, three days, bro. And it's Bounce the, TV, that regular Bounce TV, TV, Bounce TV, Waist Deep, come on, like your albums, people still saying uh, signs of love making, bro. We still bop all that uh, stuff, bro. We bop all that stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, come on, bro. Like, where is your money? You know what I'm saying? I know, I hey, I'm not perfect with my money, and I don't got a lot of money to talk. But where is your money, bro? You doing like these NFL and NBA players? How y'all broke, man? Hey, I broke. You did something wrong with your money, man. You shouldn't be asking anybody for five mil. And then the thing is, if I'm asking anybody for some money, I'm not going to put it out for everybody to know. That's something you keep on the low. 
Oh, yeah. So it's sure. kind of like, bro, what do you expect us to think? Like, yeah, okay, you a dope songwriter and you got hits and you got movies and all that, but Fast and the Furious, come on, bro. They, I didn't even name that, bro. B. Spence, I didn't even name Fast and the Furious. All of them Fast all and the Furious. All Furious-es. that money, bro, and I know you making money. So my thing is. Because them sell millions worldwide. What is your money? Like, what do we expect as as people, as fans, as supporters? Where is your money? Like, everybody that bought your albums, like, where's the money that I gave you? You know what I'm saying? Like, where's all that money, bro? Like, that's what I don't understand. And then it's like, okay, I understand you're going through the custody battle, but why you got to borrow $5 million from anybody? For one. For two. If you are borrowing five mil, if they was going to give it to you, why would they give it to you now when you don't put it all over, you know what I'm saying, every news station in the world? Like, everybody knows. So, I would second guess it, too. Because what else are you going to tell if you tell everybody that? You know, that's personal. So, I mean, that's how I feel about that, man. It's like, I feel for him, man, and, you know, God bless him. But what did you do with your money, man? Like, we got to start saving people. Man, that is, that is a good question. He should have millions in the bank. Let, 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 let me tell you one thing, and I, I only won't get into his own finances. The, only, the, 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 the one thing that I would say is, 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 is that, you know, he, he, let's just say that, that, that Will and Jada, it was going to give him the $5 million. But I, I don't really know. Maybe they really are. If that's going to be the case, you probably need to keep that to yourself and not put it exactly. out there for everybody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not, I'm not ever gonna say that I've never been in a situation where I've needed a little financial assistance from from one of my homies that's real down. Right. And I'm telling you, when they Who do, and, and, and when they do, I'm not gonna be like, "Yo, yeah, my man just looked out for me and gave <laughs> me this and that." Like, I'm not gonna do that. I can't because, pay and, my and, rent, so and, so cuz you know gave me three hundred. Like, nah. And you know, it, even if I did have to reach out to that from from one of my guys, they're not gonna go around telling people nah, all they ain't of that stuff either. You know what I'm saying? If they one of my real homies, I know they ain't, and that's right. why you got to keep like you said before. You got to have the right people around you. The right people. Around so you. something like that, you probably should keep it to yourself because it could blow up in your face. Somebody might say, "Hey, why are you going around telling everybody?" And then just say they're not going to do it. Then. Right. So some, you know, some some of that stuff you you probably should keep to yourself, and and that's just me. I'm like that with any type of personal matters. Like, and we're talking about you know, five, five million, million dollars. dollars. That's not just any. That's not just anything. I try to, you know, I try, I try not to, to, well, for the most part, I try not to tell a bunch of people everything that's going on with me. Some stuff, it's hard for me to keep to myself. It, it's some stuff, you know, I don't say a lot of my personal stuff on the right. podcast either. This exactly. is the first time I talked about the home because I've already gotten it. This, like you said, this has been a process that's going on for a couple months. Exactly. But I wanted to keep it to myself until it actually came to fruition. Yeah. So. And that's and and people you can see you can see on you can see on my Facebook I don't post no personal stuff on there right you know really I might post some funny stuff some inspirational Facebook stuff. Facebook is for entertainment and, and, people and, and, and then I'm sharing some promotional stuff it's for entertainment I mean? stop so, going on live and putting people fighting and going on live when you know what I'm saying like you great fight uh, I mean it's not for that man I mean I, that's entertainment yeah but don't put your personal like people. Is airing out people on Facebook, man. And it's like, even people that are reasonable are coming on the post like, take this off. Like, it's not it's not for that. Facebook is not for you to tell everybody where you're going, uh, what you're doing at every moment. Because that's when the people who say they're your friends are the ones that's catching you slipping. They plotting on you. You keep saying, oh, I'm out of town. And then you come home and 
things are missing. I done had it happen before. Come on. You done yeah. told everybody where you was at. They know you're not at home. Your neighbors ain't going to pay no attention because they probably don't care. And even if they do care, if it's somebody they see around all the time, they're not going to think nothing suspicious. And these people come to your house and take everything you got. And they're your friends. Exactly. So, so, some, so some stuff, keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Tyrese, if you got some financial assistance from, from you guys, keep it to yourself. Let's, right. let's just do that. Uh, so 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 let's see what else what what else we got here uh, uh, for us to go ahead and talk about let's see let's see what so I want to talk about uh, if you if, if if you haven't heard about it you know what I'm saying the rapper Lil B the bass guy you know guy. he was he was alleged allegedly you know jumped by a boogie in PNB rock the 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 and this is I don't want to say it's dope it's not dope somebody gets jumped but. The dope part about it was right after that Lil B got jumped, he immediately forgave them for doing it exactly. because he doesn't want to keep the negativity and spread the negativity and have more violence. I think that was really big of Lil B. You know what I mean? I still think it was, I still think it was pretty weak for, for I'm, well, I'm human and I'm a hypocrite. Okay. So let me, so let me speak to both sides of it real right. quick. I feel like it was weak. If one of the guys has a problem with this guy, they can shoot the fade one on one. Exactly. So why did they have to jump in? Exactly. You know what I mean? I feel like that's weak. But just be just being all the way a hundred. Did they really jump? If it's if it's no nah, not not even that because let's just let's just say that they did. Okay. So 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 let me take this for instance. My man C Jeezy. That's my guy. If we out somewhere, somebody got some smoke. Let me preface this by I'm not a I'm not a violent guy at all. I haven't had a fist fight uh, probably since my early 20s. Okay, so let's just right. say that. But this is my CGZ is my guy. If we're out and somebody's trying to, you know, somebody wants to be reckless and they start popping off and wa- and want to be threatening other physical. <laughs> if it's <laughs> one dude and he comes in, he's he's. I'm gonna be real with you. He's probably gonna have to uh, deal with both of us, right? So, and, and, and you know, so I can see both sides. I don't know what the issue was. Depending on the it, depending on the issue, you might have to you gonna have to rock with both of us at night, right? But I, I still see the both sides of it. You I know what I mean? People though, some 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 sometimes people ask for that. Right. Some people ask to get yeah, jumped. That's very true. Very so true. it depends on that situation. So 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 that's how, that's that's what I'm gonna say about it. Right. So how how do you feel about that situation? I mean, like you said, we're gonna do it from both sides. All right. And I'm not even gonna like like I said, I don't know. So I wasn't there, so I'm not gonna say I know. Say for instance he didn't get jumped. And people do that too. People lie about fights, you know, saying they got jumped, didn't get jumped, say they won the fight, didn't even win, say it was even and they got whooped. I mean it happens. And, of course, I mean, I know pride's in the way, but did they jump you? If they did, let's talk about that. How weak are they? You know what I'm saying? Like, eight people? Like you said, we in, we in the hideout. Man, y'all walk up on B. Spence, and it's on curve is one. And you walk <laughs> up on him, and it's, it's some static. I'm liable to do something first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's not jumping you. That's me reacting and him reacting, too. Now, I mean – if it looks like we jump you, I'm sorry, but it's not even a little jump thing. It's it's just it's just nat- it's natural. It's how I, that's how I roll. But there's no need for eight people to jump. Now, 
it has been a situation too where one person has been disrespectful to a whole to camp of people. people. It's more than eight. Yeah, so I, so I've seen that. I've seen that as well. So I respect that too. But I guess I guess with us not knowing is just yeah, gonna be different, different sides, you know. I but you it. gotta play both sides since we don't know. So like I said, either one side is you did something because, and I will say this on record, dude can be annoying. Because he's been annoying on tracks. <laughs> you know, he annoyed me on that Lil Wayne track so bad, bro. And, and my cousins. And my cousins. And my cousins, like, they be viral. I bought my Chinese shit, I be all my that, man. That, hey, my cousins be, like, hyping it like it's cold, bro. And that's what kills me out because it's, it's horrible. You know what I'm saying? So, I know how dude can be annoying. He even talking about he's putting curses on NBA players and raising curses off of them. You know, dude's hey, crazy. Man, some of them curses was real, though. Yeah, I believe it. But the thing <laughs> is, you going around putting curses on people, you getting on people's nerves, man, eight people, I see why they jumped you. You know what I'm saying? At one yeah. side. And then the other side is they shouldn't – I mean, nobody should be jumped, like you said, one-on-one. Yeah. On one. Now, if it's a situation, it might be two, three-on-one. I understand that too. But eight people, it don't take eight people to win one dude. But we have to give them props because – they're doing something that we don't do as people no more, and that's fight. Cause yeah. ain't nobody gonna get jumped in Louisville eight people. It's they're dead. There's gonna be a. Yeah. It's not even gonna be a fight. It might start as a fight, but immediately it's gonna change. So I gotta give props to that because we don't do that here no more. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like that's how it went down. We fight. If it was beef again, we fight again. If it was still beef, we fight again. And after that third or fourth fight, bro, it's over. We both fought. Are we really mad about it anymore? Okay, you whooped me, I whooped you. Uh, you won three times out of one. Oh, <laughs> uh, you might have won all four, and now I know I can't whoop you, so I might as well be cool with you. <laughs> it happens in all the situations. I've seen them all. But let's get back to the fighting people, man. Put them fists out, man. All right, all right. So let's, uh, let's, let's go ahead. Let's move into our, our last final talking point. Yeah. Uh, to which this has definitely been in the lose uh, a, a, a whole lot. Uh, so what what I want to talk about is, you know, uh, uh, Philadelphia rapper Meek Mill uh, was sentenced to two to four years in prison uh, for his most recent probation violation. Uh, now, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the 100% all the most that was deal with it, but definitely, uh, you know, he was on probation. It's He's had multiple violations, hasn't gotten jail time. Okay, but this latest probation violation that he's had, judge was sentenced two to four years. Now, just to have a, a little more info on it, his actual uh, his uh, parole officer at the hearing recommended no jail time. Uh, the actual prosecuting attorney recommended no jail time. The judge decided to give him the two to four years. Uh, now, I do know. And that's why I say I, I don't know 100 percent because, uh, you know, it, it, it's not his first probation violation. Right. OK, so first, that's that one side. He's had multiple. So some people would say he's had multiple violations. If it was a regular person like you and I, we would have been back in jail a long time ago. Right. But that then there's a whole nother side of people to say, OK, one of the arrests that he had was dismissed that they let go. There was a fight somewhere. But that was dismissed. So they say that that shouldn't count. And also the latest one, they say that he was arrested for 
uh, doing some regular stuff like popping wheelies on motorcycles or something like that. So that's 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 what the latest violation is about. So I don't I don't I, it's 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 kind of a tough call without me knowing a hundred percent. But actually, there's some new information that just came out because for one, you've got a lot of people protesting. There was a protest outside the court out there in Philly. Uh, you know, Jay Z came out uh, with his comments against it, saying that it was unjust. Uh, but actually, I don't know if everybody's heard it yet. <clears throat> the FBI is actually investigating the judge because they say that there's some kind of con- like I would say a conspiracy with it, right. saying that this is a rumor. Okay, this is an alleged rumor. Okay, that one of Meek's, I believe it was one of his old managers, was cool with the judge who was trying to get Meek back to come back with him. And Meek didn't want to do it, so this old manager was cool with the judge and was like, send him to jail. That's an alleged rumor. But FBI is definitely investigating this judge. So that is definitely a lot to go in on there. So just let me know how you feel about it. Man, I got a lot to say about this. For one, I understand regardless at the end of the day, I'm CGZ. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm Corey Goffner. They don't see CGZ. I can say, hey, officer, you know, I threw parties that your kids come to. And, you know, woo-woo, I can do all that. But at the end of the day, you're not above the law. You're not above anybody. You know, you are a person just like everybody else is. Like, you're not special, bro. So, at the end of the day, just like I got chances of going to jail for doing whatever I do, he does too. And I, why should I be sending any different to him? So I at at one point, do I feel bad for dude? Yeah, but at the same time, it's like you know it's it's a consequence for everything. If you do something wrong, then you know you can get in trouble for it. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows going in. Everybody takes penitentiary chances. That's what my people used to say. So we know he knows violating the probation. Like how many people right now on probation who don't violate it because they're trying to get off of it. If I was on probation, I'd be trying to get off of it, too. So I'm not going to do nothing stupid to jeopardize it. Even though it might not seem like it's something wrong, popping wheelies, the police is off at it. They looking for the people popping wheelies. That's what they. That's, that's hot. You're attracting <laughs> yourself. So you're attracting negative attention to yourself. So that's your, that's your own fault. So I blame Meek Mill for it, bro. But at the same time, I understand the other side of it. When people become these people, they think that they're above the law. They think they can't be touched. They think they can do what they want. I understand that. And money changes how you are. That's cool. But at the end of the day, we as people, even if we're fans, you know what I'm saying? Because I like Meek Mill. I like his music, but I'm not a hardcore fan. His hardcore fans is like, nah, free Meek Mill is not fur. Woo, woo, woo. Well, why ain't it fur? Because if I do what he's doing, I'm not going to get several chances. For one, for two, if I do it, I'm going to go to jail and I'm going to do the time. So why why shouldn't he? You know what I'm saying? Just because I'm a fan? Nah. And then the people that don't like him is like, ah, that's what he get. You know, I'm not wishing that on him either. But honestly, in my opinion, bro, I think God is working with this man because he's got a lot going on, bro, from the breakup to getting locked up and going to jail already, then getting out. And dealing with relationship problems and everything's not going your way. And then you drop an album that, I'm not going to lie, is my favorite Meek Mill album. And I can feel, I think, like, his story and what he's going through is helping him in the long run. So I think 
it could be both sides, like you said, the alleged rumor about the judge doing that. Or it could be a judge thinking, you know what, you need this time to sit down. And this might be God telling him he needs to sit in there and change his ways, become a better person. You know what I'm saying? I think it, it could be that. I think it's a blessing for him that he go and sit down because think about how most people that do go to jail come out. They come out a different person, even though they might, you know what I'm saying, it might take two, three times, but they come out a better person. Look at Gucci. He can he could be the next Gucci man story because Gucci came out and is on top of the world now. And he went from, you know, doing what he was doing, going to jail every two months to becoming an a, a actual man, a gentleman, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's a different person, and he's still doing music. So I think it made him a better person. I think he's going to do the same thing for Meek Mill. I think he's going to go sit down, and he's going to come out. He's going to write. He's going to think about a lot of things while he's in there. Of course, he's going to be secure. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gets secure. Gucci, Lil Wayne, T.I., they all secure when they was in jail. You know what I'm saying? I had people in there with him. You know what I'm saying? They told me they were secure. So, I know. So, it's like he's going to be straight if he do sit down. I don't want him to, but if he has to, he'll sit down. He'll get straight. He'll come out. And I think, you know, he'll be able to make some music. And tell how, you know, saying his journeys went through, changed him as a better person. Just like it did Gucci. That's how I think. So, I agree with you. Ho- hopefully it does. You know what I'm saying? I want to see all our brothers successful, not not in trouble with the law. Hopefully, you know, me can can, can learn from everything. And, and you know what I'm saying? And, and let's be honest. He was sentenced to the two to four. He's uh, not going to do let's, all that time. Yeah, let's do the rally. He's yeah. not going to do all of that time. He's not uh, do so 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 hopefully he's gonna come out and and come back out with 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 some super dope music again for us and hopefully everything works out, out got great for him. I don't wish any ill on anybody, even somebody that's done me wrong. I don't wish any ill. I wish right. everybody the best. So what we're gonna do? Uh, we we're gonna go ahead and and, and wrap up this super dope episode because we could yes. probably go for. Hours and hours, and right. and and I don't want to hold everybody hostage for hours and hours. Uh, so my so so my man C Jeezy, go ahead if you would, go ahead and let people know uh, how they can get in contact you in any way and, and all the social medias. I would. I'm on Facebook. How let me, Corey Jeezy, don't do it, Governor. That's me. Uh, IG, I'm Jeezy, don't do it. Five o two. Snap, just type in G's 502 and I'll pop up. Uh, I don't really do anything else. You know, you can always holler at me on Facebook, whatever. You know, I'm on there acting silly, throwing little quotes around. You know, I just have fun on there, man. You know, but shout out to everybody, man. I mean, that everybody in the city of Louisville, man. Shout out to the party promoters, to the rappers, to the single mothers, to the couples to the people married to the people you know everybody man you know i got love for everybody man every hood in the city i got love for you you know just uh i ask y'all one thing though before i go i ask y'all one thing man hey tell people about this man this is my dude man b spence man i'm proud of him dog real talk i'm proud of him he got his home now He's doing his podcast. He done had some nice features on this podcast. Y'all need to check out the previous episodes. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on here. I'm saying that because it's real. And as I promote. That's what I do. That's what I do, man. So I'm promoting my homie, man. Hey, listen to this ball and beats, man. Subscribe, man. 
Uh, it's on iTunes. I know I don't even got an Apple phone, but I still got it. So I know you can get it. There's a way to get it. Follow my man. Hey, he get him on his Facebook. He's on my Facebook all over. So if you go on mine, follow him, man. B. Spence, man. Support my homie, man. He's he's doing big things. And uh, I'm going to support him all the way. Drink his Woodford. You feel me? Keep him Woodford up. That's what we do. But uh, like I said, man, shout out to the city, man. Love y'all, man, and uh, appreciate you for letting me have be on this show, man. I, I appreciate that. It's an honor, man. Oh, have man. fun. You know, you know it ain't no problem, bro. Uh, so, so, so let, let me go ahead and give my little rundown here. You know, as always, uh, you can find me on Facebook at at uh, Britton Spence. Uh, go ahead and find me on. Uh, you can find the uh, the podcast uh, page on Facebook as well. It's under uh, the Ball and Beats podcast. That's uh, Beats with a Z. Uh, you can find find me uh, my personal Instagram page. Uh, it's gonna be uh, King uh, King underscore Spence twenty five. You can also find the podcast page on Instagram. Uh, once again, that's the Ball and Beats podcast. That's Beats with a Z. Uh, please, if you got any type of feedback, you you, you you upset with something I said, you disagree with something I said, or you want to expand on something, please feel free to give us a comment or an inbox on any of those social medias. Uh, you can also send us an email to uh, the Ball and Beats podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's the Ball and Beats podcast at gmail.com. That's with Beats Z. with a Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, and also let me let me uh, what I want to do I, I'm gonna do a little bit a little bit of a promotion here too anyway. Uh, so what we're gonna do? Uh, don't don't forget about Friday nights at the Hideout. Uh, you know what I'm saying it's, it's, it's uh, DJ Equip uh, presents. You know the Friday nights uh, at the Hideout. It's Feel Good Fridays. Uh, so you know that's going on. That's popping too. Uh, also uh, definitely uh, you gotta uh, make sure that you go. And uh and, and check out the uh the single in the city uh singles meet mix and mingle event that's December tenth at the all new Virtue Club that's on uh one hundred three West Oak Street uh so of course that's being brought to you by Chelsea Ellis and Be More First Class Entertainment uh it's gonna be a super dope event uh for all the singles in the city it's gonna be hosted by the amazing Bella Ray uh. Off of uh, Bella Ray's on B96.5, the number one station in the city. Uh, and it's also going to have some performances by Tez of Too Deep, uh, Chanel, and Sasha Renee. Uh, that'll be, again, that's December the 10th, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, $10 advance tickets available. Uh, dress code is just casual, comfortable, and relaxed. So make sure that you go out and support that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I rock with everybody and I rock with them. Uh, once again, don't forget about uh, Thursday nights at the all-new uh, Nirvana Club down in the Highlands. Uh, you got the, the Thursday night house parties with DJ Slick, DJ Equip, DJ Empty Beats. Uh, I believe that's from 7 to 12. Yeah. Man, go out of support and, and, and rock with everybody that rocks with us. Hey, I got a couple more real quick. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Man, shout out to my homie, Mr. Bow. c tears. he got colds cracking on bow, Wednesdays. Got to shout him out, man. Ain't nobody showing that man love. He used to come in the spot and rock, so I, I show him love. Shout out to uh, Jason Too Funny English. He's got the spot over in Indiana. He's got something going every day, so check out his page. You can see what he's got going now. Uh, shout out to the Slider Gang, BZ Taylor, my little brother Loud Pipe. Shout out to uh, Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis Photography. Big shout man, out, Shout man. out to Joe, hey, man. I'm telling you, Joe that's my dog. Joe got me together. If, if y'all ever see any, man, go check out. 
uh, uh, J. Lewis Photography on Facebook and on Instagram. Yeah, uh, he really rocked with me on, on, on episode. Let me let me get let me get my episode right. I believe it was episode five when I had Lil Ronnie Mother F. Uh, I interviewed him, and that's also the episode when I had DJ Slick and Empty Beats. Yep. man, my man Joe Lewis, he did some some pictures, some photos. Man, his photography was super dope that day. Made me look super nice when I was doing it. So yep. please, please go and like and share. Give him a five star review on the Facebook page for J Lewis Photography. And, and check him out on Instagram. On he for, will for get a you good together. Price. Real, real good price. Definitely. Real solid brother, man. And actually, I'm going to have him on soon, too. So please be on the lookout for that when I have him on the podcast as well. And shout out. One more shout out to uh, who do I want to shout out? Oh, Mugga Malone, man. Hey, my dude's coming up in the music, man. And I ride with him, so I'm going to support him. I'm going to shout him out. Mugga Malone, lead the game. Check out that single. He got more videos and all that. Check him out. Mugga Malone, he's on Facebook, Instagram. And along hey. with that, shout out to Q-Baller, too. Q-Baller. Hey, I was just about to say that. <laughs> you can't say Mugga Malone you know without Q-Baller. You know what I'm saying? I got to do it for the hood. You know what I mean? Got to do it for the hood. Hey. And so, and so, also, I know they was just on the last episode, but if you ain't checked out the new mixtape with her season of Stooks, you better go and do it now. Yeah, Hosted by DJ Slick and DJ Marley Marr. Make sure you go and check that out, too. Yeah, hey. Shout out at hey, Q-Baller. Man, he used to call me Unk. We was at Seneca High School, bro. That's my dog from way back, man. I'm proud of him. Like I said, Mugga Malone, man. Shout out her season. Shout out Stook, man. My dog from way back, man. Just support everybody, man. All the radio stations, man. Shout out DJ Nitty, DJ Empty Beats, DJ uh, Equip. Got to shout him out. Z Nice, what up, man? Everybody, man. Just love everybody, man. It's, it's all love here, bro. See Jeezy, man. Love y'all. And shout out to my man Code in the Clutch. You know what I'm saying? He's out here with the 321 podcast and the 35th Kentucky uh, yeah, podcast. Birth, what up? Hey, yo, man, holler at me. We're going to get you on, bro. Al, what up, man? Holler at me. Al, we got, we got our shout out Lady Red, too. We can't leave her out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We can't leave her out. Freckles. Right, we we, 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 we to <laughs> keep going all night. Hey, yo, once again, thanks thanks everybody for listening up, man. Uh, I really appreciate everybody who, who, who takes the time and, and, and listens to me. So I love everybody, and I'm going to keep doing it for everybody. So once again, uh, thank you for listening. I'm your man, B. Spence. My man, C. Jeezy, was here with me today. We're going to rock yes. with you again. We'll be back with another episode of the Ball and Beast Podcast. Yo. Yo. I'm tiptoeing out the bank, hope you don't speak to me. I'm tiptoeing out the bank, hope you don't speak to me. I'm tiptoeing out the bank, hope you don't speak to me. Hope you don't speak to me. Hope you don't speak to me. I'm tiptoeing out the bank, hope you don't speak to me. I'm tiptoeing out the bank, hope you don't speak to me. Tiptoeing out the bank, hope you don't speak to me. Hope you don't speak to me. Hope you don't speak to me. Flowers for the b- b- bottles for my dogs. I got coops in the yard, so I cook them all. I got bellies on my feet, the money on my mind. All year we run around like it's the summertime. Ship my Bentley to Jamaica, what the, what the, what the, what the, my, my dress to the floor, that, that rocks the fall. Top shot to drummers, yeah, before I'm about to boy. Kidnapping charges, walk up in there with John Gotti, lawyer. I'm tipped.
Towing up the court, hope you don't speak to me. Just respect it, name I die peacefully. I don't f with sucking, that's the other side. And they still do B and E, that's on my brother's side. I'm tiptoeing out the bank, hope you don't speak to me. I'm tiptoeing out the bank, hope you don't speak to me.